the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Okay, he gets me every time with that. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I bet you were wondering what we are going to be talking about. That was a little bit of a hint there, I think. I'm Christy Stratton, and thank you again for listening in today. If this is the first time catching the show, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us this week, welcome to you, too. I really am glad you are here. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event, not only for the person going through it, but also for friends and family of those divorcing. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce. We are here to walk the path with you if you are faced with divorce. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. Today, we are talking about divorce and taxes. Now, don't get scared about the topic because we are going to bring you the answers to questions that you might be wondering about. And doesn't it feel good to get answers to questions that might be nagging at you? I don't know about you. I like it. Mark Klecka joins us today. Mark is not only a CPA, but a federal tax attorney. Mark is the one to answer the questions that you have. In fact, Mark works with taxpayers who have tax problems and controversies. He assists family family law attorneys who handle divorce, helping to settle tax controversies arising from divorce. And he also helps attorneys determine what needs to be considered in the divorce decree and settlement related to tax issues, both in the past going forward and, and going forward post-divorce. Mark is someone you want with you on this journey, because I'm going to tell you that tax decisions They are a critical component of divorce that you need to pay special attention to. 
I didn't when I divorced. I tried to get some answers, but unfortunately, I didn't make the best decision based on some of the answers I got. And for several years later, I didn't receive any tax refunds because of joint IRS debt I unknowingly agreed to. It's a bit of a story, but bottom line is this. I've been there. I was confused and in large part because I didn't have someone like Mark to turn to. And today you do. So whether it's something you need to resolve from the past, it's something that is here and now and needs to be addressed, or even if it's something you need to know about going forward, Mark has the answers. Mark, welcome. Thanks, Christy. Thanks for letting me come on your show today. I really appreciate it. Hope we can talk a lot about uh, help, you know, assisting people who have uh, problems or questions about taxes and divorce. And I'm sure we all do. And if we don't have them, we we need to hear this information to maybe bubble up some of those questions, bring that awareness, which is so very important. I can't wait to dig into questions and answers and all of these things. So thank you for being here. You know, one of my main goals for this show is to help our listeners make better decisions. And I really believe that that awareness that you're going to bring our listeners today will, will help. So a little bit about you first, Mark. I read that you graduated from our near and dear U of H and you went on to become a CPA, but also a federal tax attorney. So now I'm like totally interested in that. I just have to know what inspires one to become a federal tax attorney. Well, I'd been a CPA since 1979 and I dealt with a lot of people who had tax controversies and problems with taxes. And so I was getting into situations where I couldn't take the next step to really help them uh, resolve those tax controversies and issues because I wasn't certified as as an attorney. So I actually went back and got my law degree and uh, was certified. Actually, I went to a uh, law school, a uh, online law school in California, Concord Law School. And then I went and actually passed the California bar in California, which is one of the toughest bars in the nation. So I was able to uh, get my license there and then uh, deal with tax uh, situations, uh, be uh, a federal tax attorney, uh, dealing with federal tax issues in Texas, tax court, those type of things. And so I, that's how I got into it, to really help people take the next step and, and uh, resolve their tax controversies. Well, I love that you started out as a CPA and you found that there were a lot of controversies where you needed that higher level of education so that you could assist them on a higher level. So I, for one, am very glad that you did so because I know that my story is one of a, a few, and I'm sure you have some stories of some things, you know, ways that you've helped people. But, you know, one other thing I want to let the listeners know is you, that another way that you're out there helping listeners is you have your own radio show as well. So we've got two radio show hosts here. So That's I'm right. happy that you're on the show. And tell us about that show. Yes, the radio show I have is Taxing Times. It's on every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. on it's on the 1070 a.m. on the a.m. dial. Right. And so we're over there. And we deal live. We uh, uh, answer phone calls live on the air. We are live at 8 a.m. Uh, and so people can call in and ask questions. And we tell them to call us and let us know about topics they want to hear about. We'll research topics that they want to know about. Or we'll answer questions on the air if they want to answer questions. Uh, but we also encourage them if they're what I call radiophobic and they don't want to be on the radio and everything like that, they can contact our office and, and tell us. And we'll uh, talk about topics they want to talk about. That's awesome, and that's such a service that you're providing. And so I know our listeners will want to arise early on Saturday mornings before they listen to this show and listen in because 
those they may you know i would guess that they may have some questions that they don't even really as i alluded to earlier know to ask and then they hear somebody else ask those questions so this is a free resource for them that they can gain some understanding obviously then uh knowing getting to know you on air and then knowing that you the services that you provide and so uh i as a divorce coach and this show bringing resources i'm so happy you're out there and we're providing those resources out there uh, for our listeners as well, because, you know, taxes are just one of the many things that you have to handle when you're going through divorce. So, you know, that speaking of divorce, and I know you work with a uh, family law attorney speaking of divorce, what is, uh, you know, just right off the bat, what's the main piece of advice that you might give, or at least one of the top pieces of advice that you would give listeners uh, that, you know, with regards to tax implications as they're either, and our listeners are, consi- if they're considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it. So focusing probably more the consideration and in the midst of it, what would you tell them? Well, if they're either considering or in the midst, especially considering it, is that they need to, if they aren't already knowledgeable about the tax situation, have the taxes been filed? Are there any past taxes due? Uh, you know, in a lot of cases, we find that uh, one spouse uh, has misled the other into what is the tax situation. Well, you know, he or she are handling all the tax filings and everything, and I'm just sort of uh, here. Either I'm working with the kids, or I have my job, and uh, my other spouse is handling all these tax questions or uh, filings and everything like that. And I really. Uh, I don't get involved with that. Well, you need to be a little bit involved, especially if you're considering getting divorced or anything like that, to know, hey, have the taxes been filed? Are there any tax liabilities out there that are going to be owed? Because then going forward, you're going to really need to know this as part of the divorce because uh, you're both pretty much jointly and severally liable for these taxes. And you need to know this information. So you need to ask the questions about, you know, Where do we stand on taxes? Have the taxes been filed? You know, a lot of cases, uh, one spouse says, oh, yeah, we filed all the taxes. And the other one says, well, no, I didn't. And so it becomes a situation where, uh, you know, they all of a sudden all these things, I guess, started growing up (laughs) and starting to get uncovered. And uh, they're sometimes not, you know, you're already in a stressful situation with divorce. And now on top of that, you're laying tax problems on top of it. Yes. And that's just, you know. Tip of the iceberg, but I what I'm hearing in there is these are some very important questions to ask, but we need to be in the know, and that's one of the things I work with clients, too, is if they're considering divorce, I send them a, a package of all the things that they need to prepare down to a budget, and quite honestly, and you'll hear that in the two-minute tip today, is that we all need to have this information ready. We really should be aware of these things, but we tend to, uh, especially if one spouse handles one part of the marriage we kind of turn not necessarily a blind eye, but we're like, and, and, you know, at the same time, we're all so busy and it's like, okay, this, this isn't something that needs to be handled right now. So let him take care of it. I'll let her take care of it. Then we come to divorce and we think, oh, we're just going to go to an attorney and sign some papers and boom. Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> because it's, and, and as many guests have been on my show and said, it's, it's, it's the financial separation and and then if you have kids, also the the child and the custody separation, you know, forget the emotional side of it. Be there is such a financial separation. A lot of people think, you know, bing bang boom done, we're going to do it. No, we've, as you said, joint together under law, and there are so many issues. And so to recap that, 
first ask these questions. Have they been filed? So which are you're saying, I heard you say that you've had some scenarios where it's like, oh, yeah, they've been fired. Well, it's good, mm-hmm. whatever. And then come to find out as we we uncover all this information. Oh, no, they haven't been filed. Oh, you signed the papers, but we didn't file them. Oh, so that's a really good question. And then are there past issues? Definitely. And, you know, in this um, in this show, we're going to be talking about more details about decision making and things that you may not be aware of. But Mark, what's one thing that people may completely not be aware of as they're going into divorce and tax issues? Well, the one thing that they think about is that, well, they may agree at the outset, oh, well, he or she are going to handle or going to pay for all the taxes relative to the divorce. And they're going to be responsible for all the taxes because they were responsible for creating this tax liability. And so, oh, they'll get everything. And we can even put this in the divorce decree that one spouse or the other is going to be responsible for all the taxes. Well, that is at a state level. And the IRS does not recognize that. They recognize this joint and several. And the IRS goes for wherever the money is. And wherever the money is, that's who they go and after. And my they... friends, he is speaking exactly to this, the situation that I found myself in. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more because, oh, I've been there. And that's why we have someone like Mark on the show to walk us through these things. Make sure you come on back with us. We're already up against our first break. We're going to hear from some of the people that make this uh, show possible. And we thank them very much. Make sure you stay with us. Mark Klecka here talking about divorce and taxes. Come on back. Does anyone know what you're feeling right now? There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. Anytime you are selling or buying real estate, you need a seasoned real estate agent to navigate you through the process, especially when you are selling or buying because of a divorce. But you don't want just any real estate professional. You want one who is a real estate collaboration specialist in divorce. You want Jennifer Dodds. Jennifer will help you move forward through the real estate process during your divorce as your strong advocate. Call Jennifer today to learn more about how she can help you with all of your real estate needs at 281-974-703. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. 
Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Should I sing it? The tax man? No, I shouldn't. Probably not, right? We, we did that in honor of Mark Flecka here, uh, um, CPA and federal tax attorney, also with his own show on AM 1070 Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Did I get that right? That's right. Okay, good, You've good, good, it. good. <laughs> we are here and we are talking about, we just thought that was a perfect, you know, little intro again. Love that song. Anytime we were talking about Beatles, anytime you get the Beatles, we're happy. So that's, yeah, <laughs> Mike, the producer. Yes, 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 we're happy. We may just play that song the whole time. I think that might make us very happy. You too, yep. listeners out there. Now, you know, before we went on break, we were talking about, we, t- we talked about what, you know, some of the best advice that you could give listeners. Then we talked about something they may not know and what really clued in. And this hits near and dear for me, and I have a little bit even more understanding now, and it's been years since this happened, that there's a difference, not that I didn't know there was a difference between federal and state taxes, but the fact when we go to divorce, we think it's in dec- dec- the decree, We that's on a state level, we get all that handled and we think, okay, it says in the you know credit debit, so to speak, of a divorce, who's getting what, that say, for example, and this was in my, my case, um, uh, the spouse kept the cash, um, took the debt, was paying me out over time because of the business that we had. Well, we filed, so I didn't walk away with the the money, right? When we filed jointly uh, the year that we were divorcing and I signed on that joint, that form, and there was a substantial tax bill due. And in that... Um, in the because of what happened after, because of the market, the place we were in Las Vegas, the market tanked. Dollars were essentially gone, and 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 more than gone, pretty much dried up <laughs> in the heat of the desert of Las Vegas. And I went back to work here in Texas, and because that tax debt was still out there. Every return I had from there on out for a while, even though it was in the decree that my spouse was supposed to pay that out of the funds he had, they took my returns and any dollars that I had as refunds for years until that debt was finally paid off. Now, I'm I'm going to be very fair. He did finally pay a portion of it. We both fell on hard times. So I'm not saying and blaming him for that, but it really more so myself is I didn't have that awareness. I didn't have a mark like you. So we're talking about those things and that's a, how could we maybe, and I, I know you, Mark, you were talking about, these are questions that we need to ask how, um, you know, have the taxes been filed? Are there any past issues? But if you're coming into divorce like that and there's a his, hers, all everything, that story, what would you tell, what would you have told me right. back then? Well, I would have told you that if you might have, uh, an alternative that you might have done if you didn't want to file together, if you are separated, if you, there's a separation agreement mm-hmm. and you are separated, you're living in separate domiciles for at least half of the year, that you can file a return singly, even mm-hmm. though that, you know, the final decree hasn't occurred yet. 
because you've been separated, there's a separation agreement followed by a six-month period or more that you are living separate, you have separate domiciles, you're contemplating you're going to get the final divorce, that you can file a separate tax return, and then you're not liable for the other spouses, whatever Mm -hmm. they're filing on their tax returns, you're not required to file jointly. And if you follow the rules and know that, so that you don't have to be uh, responsible for or signing on to their potential tax situation, tax debt, whatever Mm -hmm. they've been doing. And a lot of cases, uh, people, uh, you know, they find out that the other spouse is doing something and getting deductions that they're maybe not all above the above the table there. Yeah. (laughs) And they find out about that and they they come in there and say, do I really want to get involved with that situation or Mm -hmm. do I want to get myself away from that as soon as possible? And so by planning and saying, okay, I'm going to go to the lawyer, get a separation agreement. We're going to live in separate houses or separate apartments or what have you, and then file a separate tax return just based on what my income is. And I'm not worried about his or her income on the other side. Then I'm not going to be responsible for that liability for that particular year. Yeah, and that that would have made a lot of sense, and and I'm hearing in there that we need to make sure we actually have that legally filed separation agreement. Correct. So for the listeners that are out there and they're in that situation and they're trying to decide should they or should they not file jointly six months and a separation uh, agreement living in separate domiciles. Correct. But the question that pops up for me, and I'm wondering about that then, is and I think this is probably the reasoning we went through. It's been a while, mm-hmm. so right. <laughs> I don't. It's been a long while, uh, so I think there might have been more tax benefits because we jo- jointly own the company together that we decided to file jointly. Right. So, what would you then say? Well, you need to still know that if you're still married and you want to file a joint return and everything like that, you know that people say, "Well, we file this joint return," and then they always want to throw, you know, two or three years down the road to say, "Well, I was an innocent spouse," you mm-hmm. know, and so I, I did, you know, uh, I was innocent. I didn't know about this. I shouldn't be held liable for this. And so, you know, what I always say is, and when the response to that is, any spouse truly innocent. You really need to know. uh, You have to to prove that you're not liable for that. The burden is on you, the spouse, to prove that you had no reason to know about these things that were not exactly correct or filed improperly or tax deductions that were improper, uh, understatement of income. Mm -hmm. And so you need to know about this. And so the the situation is, is that people who live in what I call a high lifestyle, a luxurious lifestyle, hey, I drive a nice car, I live in a nice house, you know, my kids go to a nice school, everything like that. Uh, they look on the tax return or something like that. Well, you only it only shows you made forty thousand dollars. Or really, you you engaged in this lifestyle and you didn't. You know mm-hmm. that goes against you as far as just basically not reason to know. And that's what really defeats a lot of people. They said, "Well, I didn't know that he was doing he or she were doing these type of deductions." But you did. You didn't know that you you know that this amount wasn't correct on the tax return. You know, and so therefore, you it usually defeats your argument when you go legally trying to claim innocent spouses because you should have had a reason to know. And so, you know, that's, you know, it's nothing that you, you know, no real technical accounting or tax knowledge or anything like that. But should you, just as a lay person, should you have known that, no, there's no way we could have lived on that? Well, I can imagine there's a, there's definitely that scenario. My scenario was a little bit different. And so there's probably a, a zillion different scenarios out there. The biggest learning I got there was, the federal versus state and something else we've talked about with different experts and specialists who've been on the show is 
even to credit, even to that sort of, you know, the mindset, I think, of many is that the legal aspect's going to take care of uh, everything, meaning the, the document filed. And it, it certainly is not, because if you own a house together, that mortgage is held. It may say in the decree who gets the house, but you have to go back and refinance so through through the house and and that's just again the tip of the iceberg but again understanding that there's the fe- difference between federal and state and so i i think where it brings me back to is the the from from what i'm hearing you say and one of the things we work with clients it, a lot is to really open your eyes as big as you can eyes wide open if you're going and that's one of the part of the work i do with people is because you know, I didn't, I didn't want to be divorced. I didn't ask to be divorced. It happened. And then the next thing, you know, it was like, you know, more craziness that I could have even imagined. And so you're in this emotional brain, things are happening. You're not making really good decisions. And so when they can reach out to someone like yourself or myself and they can look at everything, but I think more so make the choice. If someone, I would say this to someone right now, if you are considering going through divorce Get with a coach, get with somebody from taxes, get with your attorney, ask the questions, turn over every leaf, open your eyes as big as you can to look at everything. And even if you think that this looks easy and this looks doable, ask the questions right. about what you said. So you, yeah. Actually, I, true. Yeah. And a lot of divorce attorneys, I've had one, uh, I have a referral this morning, and, and she was the first one to agree and says, you know, I deal with a specialized area that is divorce. And the statement, she says, I don't handle the tax controversies and tax matters. I said, so we need to bring in someone else who's an expert in that particular Absolutely. area of, of the situation to combine with what we're doing so that we come up with an entire plan that is going to take care of all the issues. Because she says, she says quite frankly, I don't deal with that. Right. And I don't know what needs to be done and what advice to give. So you need to have, if you're getting a divorce, you should have a partner. There should be somebody in there. If they don't have possess the necessary tax advice, we need to bring in somebody that does. And Absolutely. So, and, and other things, like I think, you know, speaking of these decisions and issues that are around this, is, you know, we might think of an attorney with regards to parental agreements, but there's tax implications with children. Oh, absolutely. So tell us about that. Oh, absolutely. You know, the people in there, I see all the decrees in there and everything like that. Well, the child is going to stay with this particular parent on Tuesdays from 2 to 10, and then she's going to pick him up or he's going to deliver him and, and, and all these things. And so I go page after page, and I go, okay, now who is going to claim this dependent on their tax return for like there's tax credits and things like that right. that are available to people, but you have to qualify for them. So the most important thing that people need to know is that the, according to the federal law is determining who is the custodial parent. The custodial parent by federal law is the one where the child stays for 50% plus one minute more, you know, mm, more okay. than 50%. And everybody says, well, they're 50-50. There's never exactly 50-50. There is something more. So you need to determine who is the custodial parent because that's very important because the custodial parent decides, number one, to file a, a, instead of single, they can file head of household if they are the custodial parent, which right. gives them tax breaks. Number two, they control whether or not 
they get the child tax credit, or they can assign that to the other spouse. If that's the agreement, they can do a form, and there's a tax form that you can do to assign that particular credit or credits to the other spouse. But the custodial parent signs the form and makes the decision. So you've got to decide for that particular dependent or dependents or children, everything like that, who is going to be the custodial parent right. and who's going to make this decision. So lots and lots of decisions, and we haven't even touched retirement. And oh, so no. when we come back to our third segment, we are going to talk about retirement and some other issues. There are issues that you may not be aware about, and, and Mark's definitely going to help us to zone in on them. So you don't want to... Miss out listen, hearing from the tax man, because I think we're <laughs> just going to continue that song all day. So you guys come on back. Lots more about divorce and taxes. Don't miss it. Here's today's two-minute tip. This week, I thought I'd continue the tax talk for the two-minute tip with some tips about the financial information your attorney will need if you are divorcing. Truth be told, we all, myself included, divorcing or not, need to have this information together organized and in one place. So if you don't, now is the time. Here are just some of the items on a financial checklist that I provide clients, and it's courtesy of the Certified Divorce Coach Program. You'll need a list of incomes and sources. You'll need your expenses, any business interests, stock option grants, deferred compensation plans, etc. You'll also need social security statements, all federal and state income tax returns, and more. Any W-2, 1099, K-1s for any return that hasn't been prepared. You'll need things like pay stubs or other evidence of earned income. Basically, you'll need everything and anything related to income and expenses, as well as any leases or contracts in which you own an interest. You'll also need all health and dental insurance cards covering you, your spouse, and your dependent children. You'll need all credit card and charge account statements, any promissory notes, any premarital or marital agreements, any court order directing payments to or from you regarding child support, and the list goes on. And this is also the time to get a budget together, clearly outlining your incomes and expenses today and what you'll need in the future. Getting this information together now, whether divorcing or not, is a good thing to do for your peace of mind and for your families in the event anything happens to you. And having it prepared will save you time and money with your attorney, and your attorney will be pleased that you have this all together. I'm working on this now myself as a commitment to better organize my life. I hope you do, too. I hope these two-minute tips help you. If you want to know more about how to prepare and what to prepare if you are facing divorce, please reach out to me. You can find me, Christy Stratton, at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call 281-944-8043 and make sure to add The Divorce Coaching Hour to your podcast library and follow us on Facebook at The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Listen each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. All right. I'm going to tell the man at the IRS, it's old boy, I've had enough. Oh, it's just so good. Mike, the producer, he's just so good, is he not? And we're. this is also an honor for you, Mark. Yes, yes I, you, you, this is one of your songs that's that my, you play That's on. my theme song. That's your theme song. So look at that. I And I learned a little something. I know people are going to think I'm terrible. I did not know who that was. 
from the what I can see on the computer, it looked like Stevie Ray Vaughan, and I'm a Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. So, <laughs> nope, it wasn't Stevie Ray Vaughan. No, it was Johnny Paychex. That's Is right. that right? That's right. Look, you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> every day you and, wake up, you learn something new. <laughs> that's a good thing, right? And you know, today we are learning so much with Mark Klecka, CPA. Uh, and federal tax attorney, some things that we need to really be thinking about, eyes wide open when we are considering divorce in the midst of it uh, or in the midst of it. And one of the things we were talking about is like, you know, these decisions that are having to, that, that we need to make in the process. Also issues that can come up or things maybe that we're not thinking about. One is also retirement. And, you know, that's uh, something I think very timely to talk about is there the what's referred to as gray and silver divorces. Those in your, you know, latter years, uh, those divorces are on the rise. And so, you know, if we know anything about baby boomers and all that very amassed wealth and those sorts of things, we probably have some pretty in-depth cases to be working with. Would would you agree, Mark? Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, the situation being is that you have a lot of people who are in that the gray area, the gray divorces, and either or both spouses or perhaps just one has a large 401k right. account. And so you need to determine, you know, who's going to be getting that 401k. But more importantly, how are you going to divide it up without paying taxes and without paying a penalty? And so the deal is, is that you need at the time of divorce, you have to get a court order called a qualified domestic relations order. And you have to give it to the judge to sign. And what it is, is a purpose is to divide up the 401k specifically for a divorce. And it allows the retirement plan to transfer funds to the receiving spouse, i.e. the other spouse, or maybe the one they're dividing, without paying a 10% penalty that they would pay normally if they're withdrawing funds. And the regular income tax that would be paid is deferred until they get their share out of the 401k. So they need to know that they can do a qualified domestic relations order, make sure that that happens for 401k. Now, the difference is, is that people say, well, I have some IRAs. And so IRAs are different from mm-hmm. 401ks, and they are not subject to that rule. So if you're splitting it up and everything like that, that a four, an IRA could have, uh, you know, you're dividing that up. IRAs are easier to divide, of course, than 401ks, but they don't require a separate uh, qualified domestic relations order. And um, so you have to do that is that if you need cash right after the divorce, you can't withdraw the money out of that separated 401 IRA as you can mm-hmm. from a 401k without incurring the penalty. So you need to be careful what kind of accounts you have, how they're going to be divided, what kind of relation orders you're going to get from the judge to make sure that those accounts are divided and that you're not going to be negatively impacted by withdrawing money, i.e., for example, you need a house. They say, one spouse, we had one house. Now we need two houses. Well, right. I need $100,000 to go put a down payment on a new house. Right. So how am I going to withdraw that if I do it properly within a 401k division and a qualified domestic relation order? Then I can withdraw it without paying the penalty. Now you'll still be t- subject for the income tax, but you're not subject for the 10% penalty. You do the same thing, the same exact same with an IRA, you have a 10% penalty. So you have to know 
what where you're getting the funds and how you're going to make this happen. And right. so you can get to the same goal, but you need to know what kind of accounts you're going to use, how you're going to withdraw the money, how it's going to be divided, especially in a great divorce, because a lot of people, there's a lot of money in those There's those a accounts. lot of money. And yeah, that's exactly where my mind's going is there's a lot of money there. And again, I think the mindset may be, you know, um, we're just going to go, boom, go to an attorney and everything's going to be taken care of. We sign some documents and we're divorced. And again, no. There and and so it's it's incumbent upon us to those of us divorcing to really look at things again eyes wide open when it's, because we can't know everything. I mean, I certainly don't. Uh, and so we need to go to those specialists like yourself that can really guide us to those things. And 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 here it's not you know not what I can or what I should do you know or what I can't do, but here's some options and here's something maybe you didn't even think about. You can save yourself ten percent. By by doing this qualified domestic relation order, relation order mm-hmm. that we may just not know about. And that's why we want to go to these specialists like yourself to know about those things and, and knowing the difference between the IRA. You know, you've you've spent a lifetime building this this wealth and you've now decided that, you know, after these years, divorce is the answer. It's it's beneficial to the the two people divorcing and the family and the legacy that you've built to make you make sure you preserve that. So definitely getting with someone like Mark and a qualified person who knows about these things, a qualified domestic uh, relations order. Order. order yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, see, these are not my terms that I'm used to. I'm used to many other terms, but not that one. But in, and, and so you know, we might make some decisions down the road and we may all of a sudden kind of boop, wake up, we hear something new. Maybe we hear the show and go, oh, wait a second. I should have done that. Oopsie. What can we know now go back with or to, or how would we go back if there was any sort of, um, you know, relief from tax liability? If we've, is there anything there if, if, what other areas, I guess the question I'm asking, right. uh, that we can get relief from the t- this tax right. liability? I guess whether we messed up or not. Right, right. Well, a lot of times in the case of, you know, we have what is called, you know, everybody says, oh, innocent spouse. And I said, a lot of times innocent spouse doesn't work. And so, right. th- but there, you do need to realize there are other avenues that you can go down to. Okay. And the most important one, I would say, is the what is called equitable relief. And oh, people wow. go, Never equitable relief. And the requesting spouse, you know, you, both of them filed a joint return and uh, for which they seek relief, and there's no fraudulent conveyances. They're not trying to right. hide yeah. assets or anything like that. They don't qualify, perhaps, for innocent spouse because they can't meet that uh, burden on the, I didn't know. Well, right. you should right. have known. Right. Things yeah. like that. should have known. It would be inequitable for you to pay. And so that's the thing. And so what you have to do, the factors relative to granting equitable relief is that marital status is generally divorced is the better result that you get for that. Okay. And it's economic hardship. I'm unable to pay basic living expenses if you're incurring the going to be charging me with this uh, tax debt. And the requesting spouse did not knowingly participate in the filing of a fraudulent joint tax return. They didn't know what was in there that was not exactly correct or fraudulent. And the non-requesting spouse legal obligation is uh, under a divorce decree or agreement. And did the requesting spouse 
enjoy the benefits of a lavish lifestyle. Then they continue to live it up and everything like that. Well, I'll not worry about that today. I'll worry about it tomorrow, you know, things like that. And now the tax liability comes. And so, and then they have to please always comply with the income tax laws going forward. So they usually see that, you know, for example, that you become what I call a model citizen, taxpaying citizen, and you're going to take care of everything properly for uh, taxable years after you request the relief. And so the streamlined relief is they're no longer married to the non-requesting spouse and they'd suffer economic hardship or just covering things. Did not know or have reason to know there was a deficiency on the return. Didn't know. And did not know or have reason to know that the non-requesting spouse would not or could not pay the underpayment of tax reported on the joint tax return. You know, if it was agreed that we were he or she was going to pay all that. Mm-hmm. And so it's a fact-driven and, it, you know, it's done fact-driven and it's case-by-case study as to whether right. or not you had reason to know or not know. But there are other avenues. There are other uh, streamlined relief and equitable relief that apart from the innocent, innocent spouse, spouse that which... you can go and actually go and argue and say, I'm not liable for all of this, and perhaps that it can be divided by the judge and say, well, maybe you're only going to have to pay 25% or 30% and things like that. And it's sort of, a, you know, they come up with a, some type of relief because you can't handle this because uh, going forward, you just don't have the wherewithal to do it. Right, the hardship. And what I, so what I'm hearing there is there are, there are options, but there needs to be options on the up and up. There is some responsibility on the spouse that's claiming that, obviously, that, right. you know, you, you do take it. This is not just a, oh, I'm going I'm to I get to escape this type of thing. Right. There is some responsibility in there, but there are options. And again, reaching out, looking into that, I, I, I think, you know, the show is also intended to give people hope. And we right. don't know what their stories are out there. Um, my story is only one of them. Um, you know, I could have made better decisions uh, I, I try to make better decisions going forward, but, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm lucky that I have resources and so forth that I can go to. My brother's a family law attorney. Now I have the show and I can talk to people like yourself, but some people just may not. And that's one thing I want them to know is that there are options. There are some responsibility elements here that are required by each party there, but there are options that if you've kind of gone down a path that maybe is overwhelming and you're trying to get yourself out, there is hardship there are some options that can help you. Absolutely. There's something that can help you, but you always need to realize or something like that, that you're coming out of this and everything like that, that the, I didn't know anything. I call it the Sergeant Schultz events. You know, I know nothing. I see right, nothing. Right, uh, right. You know, I hear nothing. You know, things yeah, you like can't, that. It's, you've got to have that up and up, that honesty and that sort of You've got to say, hey, I, I should have known or something like that. Right. But however, my particular circumstance may show that I didn't wasn't responsible for all this right. and that I should be granted some because it certainly work. is out there that's that certainly is out there and you know I, I always wonder how these moments go so fast and these <laughs> but lots of great information Mark thank you so much for providing this oh, no you know problem. and uh, when we come back you guys we are going to find out how to reach Mark okay. you already know about his radio show and you can definitely listen to that Saturday mornings 8 a.m. Uh, 1 10 70 a.m. Uh, but we are going to find out a little bit more and how to reach Mark so you guys don't miss it. You want to come on back and find out how to reach him. You guys stay tuned. Come on now. We live in a dream. If we really think everything's alright. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. 
Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. You might wonder why we came back in with that song, (laughs) because we are on the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Today, our guest is Mark Klecka, CPA, federal tax attorney, radio show host on AM 1070, uh, Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about... uh, Marriage. Now we've talked about, I, I almost, if there's any Princess Bride fans out there, I just got to do it. Marriage. Marriage. <laughs> I love it. I always amuse myself on the show. You know, I say oftentimes, you know, divorce is a very serious subject, but we can have a little levity talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. So you just don't get bored to tears talking about that. And today we're talking divorce and taxes. We've been talking about if you are considering divorce, and in the midst of it and what you need to be looking at, looking for, asking questions, eyes wide open. But you get through divorce and I'm a testament of it. Life does go on and uh, and I'm grateful and blessed that it has. And there might be a little thing called remarriage in your future. And so we're going to talk about that in this segment. But first, I promised you guys we would find out how to reach Mark. Mark, how do they reach you? Right. Well, the easiest way to reach me is my phone number. My office phones are answered 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, they are. I called last week. That's right. 281-469-2444. That's 281-469-2444. You can call my office, leave a message. I'm not there 24 hours a day, seven weeks, but we will answer the phone and we try to get back with you in the next day. And what we do is we'll sit down and talk with you perhaps about your particular situation, what you're dealing with, what you're trying to deal with, and we then can see whether or not we can work together. And then if so, we'll talk about getting an appointment together and setting you up for an appointment and we meet with you. Uh, we're not like a 1-800 number. We meet with you face-to-face. And, oh, you know, I it. am the person dealing with you, so you're not dealing with somebody, not anybody against anybody. A junior anybody on in, the staff uh, that doesn't know what your profession is. Right, or, um, <laughs> or um, doesn't know that you're not a real estate professional really, anymore. I wonder where that story came from. Hello, mine. <laughs> Little sore right. kicks a nerve. Right. 
Right. So you're dealing <laughs> you're dealing with me, and so we're going to be talking, you know, together and see whether or not we can work and resolve the the problem or the situation that you're in, or provide advice perhaps to somebody that needs some help or you know some advice. Right. But also, I have a website, klekalaw.com, k l e c k a l a w dot com, klekalaw.com. You can listen to a prior podcast if you're not an early riser Saturday a.m. You can listen to prior shows on there. I have some uh, videos. I did a video with Sam Malone. I saw that. Yeah, the and, Sam Malone. That's nice. And so you and there's uh, blogs on there and information how to contact us and information. So that is there as well. You can always email me. My email, Klekalaw, K-L-E-C-K-A-L-A-W, at S-M-A-R-K-C-P-A dot com. And it's Klekalaw at S-M-A-R-K-C-P-A dot com. And they said, why don't you have something behind there? You know, why did you come up with that? And I said, well, somebody already took that domain name, and I couldn't take it. So I, I there's somebody, Kleka, in another part of the country, and I couldn't do it. So I had to come up with something else. And so that's why I came up with that one. And so that's what it is. It is well, what that, it is. That makes sense. I had uh, Jim and Christy Jacobus on the show last week, and they were talking about, they, they have a podcast called your marriage matters, but with a Z, not an S. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, because they kind of have that theme of being up in the air and hot air balloons and, and airplanes, and you have to go back and listen to the, the show to, to understand that. So I thought Z flying around. No, somebody, as he said, squatted on, so like real estate terms, squatted on your marriage matters and wanted like an, a, an ungodly amount of money for them for that. So you got creative and you got your Right. Own. You have to be creative. A lot of these people <laughs> grab these and, 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 and want a lot of money for it. And so, you know, so therefore, that's how you get a hold of me. But the easiest way pretty much is just to call the number 281-469-2444. That is very easy. 281-469-2444. And my long distance is one eight four 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 hundred taxs and it's one eight four 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 hundred T A X S. If you're out of listing, so you guys distance. got a lot of ways to reach Mark. He is there to help you. So glad you've been on the show. We want to talk marriage with marriages. Right. Uh, no marriage, just marriage, not marriages. Just marriage. Second marriage. You've been through the divorce. Life has, you know, gotten better. Things have changed definitely, and now you're considering remarriage, or even if. Somebody's listening to the show and they've never been married and they're considering marriage or they know someone is. What would be some pieces of advice that uh, you would want people to think about when they are considering marriage? Right. When you're either considering marriage or remarriage, especially marriage for the first time, a lot of something, especially the younger people. They need to be considering, or number one, are there any, uh, like, for example, student loans out there that are mm. outstanding? Uh, what am I going to be bringing into this relationship, into this marriage that uh, I may be potentially responsible for? Uh, it may impact my taxes. Now, there's a way for a person to not have to be responsible for that if they declare what is called an injured spouse. It's not innocent. It's injured, and they're i.e. refunds are not going to pay, for example, a prior or the other spouse's uh, prior tax debts or student loans or things of that nature. So, you know, there is some relief there, but you need to know there's something called injured spouse. And so there's a relationship there. But you need to also ask the question before the blessed event, 
and everything, either the first time or the second time or something like that. Um, have you have all the taxes been filed? What tax liabilities, if any, are we bringing into this relationship? What do I need to know about? Because once I get involved with this and I start filing tax returns, i.e. with you, I can't continue to file single. We are being married. We can no longer file single and single. That's not going to work. Right. So I need if to If you're going to go and get married and, you know, and do the whole marriage thing, then there's responsibility aspects of you legally you're married and you're going to file jointly and right. married. Yes. And so you need to know what's out there, what kind of businesses, what kind of liabilities are we perhaps stepping into or uh, right. incurring upon ourselves that we need to be aware of before marriage. Have you filed, some people, have you even filed tax returns ever? And some of the young people, well, no, I've never filed. I've been working 10 years or something. And so, right. you know, you need to know that, ooh, this could pop up and could negatively impact my financial standing. Right, so right. I need to know about this. And it's just, so it, sometimes these are tough questions, but you, you know, it's not a, you know, it's, you know, stars in the sky, you know, and, yes, uh, you know, butterflies say, flying butterflies around. Butterflies and unicorns and hearts <laughs> and flowers, right, everything. which is, I think something that's important to talk about is, you know, one of the things that we talk about in divorce coaching and divorce care is, you know, don't, Think about even beginning to step into another relationship for a minimum of a year. Let all of this pass. pass. And we're, we've been talking about looking at the divorce process with eyes wide open. But we really need to, in order for us to step into that next relationship, and it may be tough because we are in the hearts and flowers and unicorns and butterflies and all of that. The emotions, we really need to look at marriage eyes wide open and we often may think we do, do, right? Some people even may even go into, you know, uh, premarital counseling. And I know my my now ex-husband and I did, but still those tough questions. And what I'm hearing you say, you've got to ask those tough questions up front. And I know that they're tough, but they are going to be a lot less tough now than later. Right. And I don't think you want to get into marriage to get divorced. At least I, that's what I choose to believe. And if we can go ahead and get these things out of the way and get clear understanding, expectations set now, knowing about things like this, the injured uh, injured spouse, the student loans, you might be afraid to share it, but it's so much better to go ahead and share that now and, and lay the foundation of an honest, open relationship so you don't have to go through divorce again. Right, especially, you know, the, a lot of financial problems lead to divorce. They, they do. One of the, they, they one of the number it. one things. So, you know, yeah. you, you're if you don't take care of this up front, you're just... You're laying the groundwork for just another problem. Future so, problems. Future you really, problems. you really are. So, you know, I think the each show ter- ends up having kind of a, a a theme in a way. And obviously, you know, um, love and money and <laughs> <laughs> marriage and divorce and right. divorce and taxes. We've got that. The tax man, right? Uh, but I think also is eyes wide open. Really, really, really is where we we have to take the responsibility upon ourselves. Because we can't just claim this innocent spouse. We can't just claim this injured spouse. There are some options, but we really need to take responsibility for that, not only on the tax side, but when we're stepping into whether you're considering divorce or whether you are getting married, one of the two. And it's really going to benefit us in the long run, not, you know, help us not have those issues that cause conflict, you know, down the road, right? Correct. So... You know, I thank you so much for having been here, Mark, today. 
Glad to be here. Such great information. You guys want to make sure that you listen into Mark each and every Saturday, 8 a.m., a.m. 1070. You're going to get lots of answers, uh, questions answered, lots of answers for sure. And hope hope for you to join us back as well oh, here absolutely. on this show because we are here for, if you're considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it, we're here to answer those sorts of questions too. Now, not a live in, but our I, our, our goal is to provide information and resource and uh, information for the uh, people listening. So make sure you listen in each and every week. And thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I cannot wait to be here each and every Saturday with you from 1 to 2 p.m. But sometimes it's preempted because of football, but we're okay with that. We're okay. Right here at 100.7 FMK KHT, the word.